Hey guys, we've got to that point in the show where we need to start depending on listeners like you to help keep this thing going. What are we, fucking PBS? Oh yeah, you know it. I'm LeVar Burton. I wanted to be LeVar. Fuck. All right. I caught it first. Yeah, I'm hosting we... Jeopardy. <laughs> are you though? Listen guys, we, we need your help uh, to help keep the lights on as they say. Uh, we are launching our Patreon for Masters of the Cinematic Universe. Yes. Yes. And we have uh, different tiers that you can sign up for and pledge to, just like PBS. Um, you get some different real cool gifts and prizes and merch, uh, depending on the tier that you sign up for. Oh, we got all the tiers. Oh, yeah. You Back. can either be a friend yeah. of the show, a oh. friend with benefits. Ooh. We just we could start to get serious, or you could just put a ring on it already. Yeah. Ooh, damn. And if you uh, if you exceed that amount, uh, you know we'll send you some not safe for work picks if, if you want. <laughs> <laughs> it's not safe for your eyes picks in my case, but <laughs> not safe for anything right. picks. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, guys, check out uh, patreoncom motcu. Uh, take a look at well, all the different tiers that we're offering. Lots of cool. Uh, swag coming your way from stickers to t-shirts to getting to pick the film that we uh, talk about. Yeah. The yeah. tears started at a dollar. A dollar a month. Come on, what? folks. That's it? Yep. One buck to get in on that on that number one tier. And All with right. that, you even get the live chat with us anytime you want, as well as a shout out on every episode. Right. So, come on. That's less than a cup of coffee a month. Jesus, what a steal. Yeah, guys, right? check it out. Again, patreon.com slash M-O-T-C-U. And then enjoy this week's movie. And we are back to scream a little more with you. <laughs> scream about how this movie is. I don't want to ruin it. Peter Weller has done all the screaming so far. Yep. Yes. Get your head out of your ass! <laughs> uh, I, I asked, I asked you earlier, Doug, do you know this? Did Peter Weller do much more than RoboCop in this? Peter Weller has done a lot. He's a big character actor. He was in. He was great as a dirty cop in Sons of Anarchy. He's directed a lot of television uh, and written some as well. Um, he's just a character actor. He's that guy that's in a lot of different shit. Okay. Um, and he would have, he probably would have had more character actor roles if it weren't for RoboCop. It sort of made him famous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, so he's not one of those actors that could hide in the in mm-hmm. the scenery. Yeah. Where because you always know it's Peter Weller, but okay. uh, well, The Adventures of Buckaroo Banzai, which I'm definitely oh, doing on shit. this fucking show. I uh, forgot about that. So, you know what? Maybe that might be next. Wow, man. Maybe that's next because that movie is Buckaroo Banzai is a fucking Actually, underrated gem. Oh yeah. He's in, uh, have you seen it, Joe? No. You mentioned oh, oh. Joe's gonna hate it. I can tell you. <laughs> um, <laughs> Joe's gonna fucking hate it. Apparently, he's in this new Keith or Su- Kiefer Sutherland show, Rabbit Hole, that comes on um, Peacock okay. maybe, or Paramount Paramount yeah. Plus, maybe. Oh yeah, Rabbit Hole. I started watching it. It's actually pretty good. We haven't we haven't continued it yet, but it's pretty good. He's in, the- and he's also. I, I just started watching a show from 2014 called The Last Ship, and. Hmm. Um, it's actually a really good. It's a fucking Michael Bay joint on television, and it's a really good action. Yeah, he's show. in that. So, and and the scary part about that show, real quick, is that it it predicts politically everything that happened during the fucking COVID pandemic because that's oh. what this thing is about. It's about a, a pandemic that basically wipes out three quarters of the Earth's population. So that part's not the same, but the actual political ramifications are fucking spot on about these goddamn lunatic factions popping up and just, it's crazy. From six, seven, eight years ago, it wow. nailed it. But wow. Peter, the reason I bring that up is because Peter Weller is coming up in the next season. I'm, I'm going on to the fourth season. He's in it. Okay. So, also yeah. in the animated Batman Dark Knight Returns, he plays Batman. Oh, oh, okay. He's got, a, All right. he's got a good animated Batman voice. Sure. Um, he was in Dexter. That's right. He was in like a bunch of Dexter. Oh, right. He was in Dexter for a while. Yeah. So, no, he's done a lot of shit. He, he does, and I, I dig him as an actor. He was in a bunch of episodes of uh, 24. Oh, okay. Well, that's probably why he's in Rabbit Hole. He's probably uh, pals with, he was with in Star Trek Into Darkness and Star Trek Enterprise. Mm. Yeah. Okay. He's been in quite cool. a bit. 
Um, and I'm skipping a lot of shit. I'm just saying things that I yeah, care yeah. about. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, but, you know, it looks like Screamers is his biggest role to date. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this was the breakout. Yeah, this, this is bigger than Robocop. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, he, he is the standout actor in this movie but like i said i feel like he's not acting like i really don't think he i don't know i really like the ron white character yeah he's he was decent he was decent too um so anyways uh that's our trip down the well taking a falling down the well or <laughs> trying to think of a good joke there it didn't work um <laughs> oh i don't know what happened i was I like what is out. that i don't know um, so they're they're going on now. They're walking on with the kid. Uh, they're walking across the frozen lake, and Ace just keeps fucking talking and like random nonsense too. I was trying to remember some of the shit he says, but I can't remember what it is off the top of my head oh, now. But it's like, hey, hey man, do you know if you cut a tomato with a serrated blade, the, the fucking <laughs> seeds don't come out. <laughs> this is a bunch of stupid shit. Um, Joe basically Joe basically tells him to shut the fuck up again. It's something very similar to that. It's like, I, I mean, I could pull it, but it's not worth my time. <laughs> um, they they stop and they 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 see the NEB headquarters. And uh, Joe pulls out a like a little fucking like pair of binoculars and he's like scanning across. Doesn't see nothing, but uh, there's some people that see him. Um, and then all of a sudden, a gunshot comes out of nowhere, and fucking David just fucking eats it. And then we get this scene right here. Goddamn screaming. Why did they try to kill us? Goddamn, they can see us. Touch us. Doesn't a signal to say whether they're dead or alive. I can, I can talk. That's right. No, Joe's not a real little boy. So why did they try to kill us? Who's tagging you? Tagging? Yeah, they're smarter now. That's how they get into our bunkers. They tag along. Who can resist a snot-nosed kid with a hard luck story, eh? Once it gets inside, that's when the killing starts. Oh, but you knew that already. You brought him in here. We didn't bring it here. It found us. Well, now you better find a good reason for being here. We were invited here. We got a request for a peace negotiation from a Marshal Richard Cooper, NEP headquarters. You want to negotiate? You ain't gonna do it here. So it turned out that David, the kid, was a robot screamer, and he got shot. Um, the way the kid's face always morphs into this weird fucking, like, just amalgamation of teeth. <laughs> I know, yeah. It throws me off every time. Um, yeah, it's not good, not good. We meet basically future Danny McBride and, and, <laughs> and a nerd. Uh this is like the most odd couple. It's like the fucking like douchebag. Like he has like teardrop tattoos on his eye and shit because he might fucking kill people in jail. Yeah. Uh, and then the nerd who's chewing on a fucking like sweater fucking cord the entire time, which is so distracting. I just dig that. See, I th I think that I think that's a good. That was a good way to convey how nervous and fucked up he was. Yeah. How like broken he was. I I thought that was actually kind of cool. I don't like giving credit to much here, but that, I thought that was pretty cool. I think the two of them played their parts really well. Um, uh, Becker and Ross are their names yeah. in the movie. Um, Becker is the Danny McBride type. Yeah, he's another French-Canadian dude. Yeah, he, and like he's just kind of an asshole. Uh, but yeah. he's like very cocksure. And I always like cocksure yes. characters. Something about it just uh, <laughs> speaks to me. Um, 
So they follow. Sure, are you cocksure or sure of cock? Both. <laughs> okay. Uh, so they follow them down into this tunnel with the fucking. He had his knife jammed in the blades. It was like, you know, the, the typical. I uh, can't get in without it because it's blocking it. Uh, Joe is trying to call Chuck and tell him that he's found this new type of screamer that looks like a kid. And basically, don't let anybody in the bunker. Um, so what the kids do, they tag you, and they follow you back, and that's when the killing starts. <laughs> they start killing everybody inside. Yeah. Um, so we're, we're seeing that the Screamers, like, are basically able to adapt and grow more intelligent over time and, you know, revise themselves. It's kind of interesting because no one's fucking doing this with them. Um, the last time anyone's ever apparently came in contact with screamers and they pushed the on button and ran like hell. So, yep. uh, Chuck can't get his message through. Um, and at some point the four of them get into like a Mexican standoff calling each other screamers. Basically it's like, <laughs> you're a screamer. No, you're a screamer. No, you're a screamer. Yeah. Um, and then this chick comes out of nowhere and she's all like, you stupid boys. I'm just trying to drink my whiskey, my real fucking whiskey that I fucking bootlegged in here. And you're over here holding guns at each other, calling each other screamers. Is this a screamer contest? I want to see who has the biggest screamer. Yeah. And you know who this is, don't you? Maybe you don't. Um, I know this yes. actress as Taryn from Nightmare on Elm Street 3 Dream Warriors. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, man. And there's a scene in that movie. If you've never seen Dream Warriors, they, they learn to use their dreams to their advantage. So they can imagine themselves as more powerful than they are. Scary and in Terry. her dream, scary Terry in her dream, she becomes like a fucking punk rocker with a big mohawk. Yes. Yep. And she's got like these fucking switch blades. And she's like, in my dreams, I'm bad. And that's <laughs> well in this movie. She's bad too. So she's bad. Yeah. She's pretty bad. Just saying. Um, so she, she's talking about drinking real scratch, not some synthetic bullshit. Uh, she was a freelancer dealing in the black market. Um, apparently, Becker, the Danny McBride guy, she only took him into there a couple days ago. And we get some more exposition. And I kind of just like how Becker, like, fucked with Ross during this. I haven't had an American cigarette in over a year. Where'd you get them? Funny with this camera, except I forgot to bring them. You got the last one. Very generous of you. So what do you got here? Commissary? What is this place? Hasn't been a commissary or a PS in this hellhole for over two years. Since those blades started ripping that hell out of us. You're a freelancer? That's right, black market. What are you gonna do? Report me, Commander? Hendrickson, Joseph A. San Francisco. Jessica Hansen, Pittsburgh. How do you do? A little early in the day for that? Yeah. I'm looking for Marshal Richard Cooper, 5th Neb Army. You know what? I can find him. He'd be in the command bunker if there still is one. What about your communication satellites? Well, if they're still working, they'd be in there too. What do you mean by that? What the hell is going on around here anyway? You have no idea of the hell you people opened up, do you? The hell we opened up? Look, sister, I don't want to get in a pissing contest with you. Just give me the logistics on your command bunker. I'll get out of your way. You wouldn't last 10 yards out of here without me. I bet you the cigarette butt, you're wasting your time. Have you been there? Have you seen it? I didn't see it. I've heard hordes of them. What hordes? Children. Davids. I heard them screaming into the bunker above us. I heard the soldiers screaming. And then it got very, very quiet. Nothing. Except the smell of death. Still want a guided tour? Richard Cooper is alive. I want to find him. I'll take you to command. We'll go underground. Speak. I went off this ashtray. Where? Earth. 
How long do you think I'm going to last in here, cooped up at Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, waiting for nothing to happen? Nobody's going to Earth. Nebs and Alliance are starting Armageddon all over again on Triton 4. They've hung everybody on this planet out to dry, including you and me. Good Lord, you're beautiful. I can take you back to the Alliance bunker. It's the best I can offer. Right now, anyway. Deal. Going somewhere, Jessica? Yeah. She's taking me to Nev Command, and I'm taking her to Alliance. Cozy. And then what? Become a prisoner of war? Stay at Alliance, you can relocate anywhere in the star system if you're smart enough to get off this globe. Or you can go straight to hell for all I care. That, that's what's wonderful. You're crazy. You don't know what's down there. Afraid of the dark cross? Just get off my back. Sir. Look at this. It's one of ours. She's got everything. And I found something else. What is it? It's a mini Pluto. A what? A plutonium rocket. Plutonium? Jefferson, what I've been doing the last 24 hours, blowing smoke out of my ass. This is why all this shit's going on. We haven't used nukes in this war yet. We're gonna use them now. Leave it. Okay, let's get on the good foot. Anybody's coming, come on. He's best. A little worse than a man. When he's worst, he's a little better than a beast. Well, that's real good, Becker. I never knew they put Shakespeare in comic books. Ain't it sharp enough yet? It's never sharp enough. <laughs> it's never sharp enough. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. God damn it, Joe. <laughs> I'm still so mad at you. I really am. So <laughs> they they meet the girl. She's she's fucking getting naked and like sponge bathing herself while they exp- expose some more. Exposition yes. and exposing exposition. <laughs> yeah. And um, he, I like how he creepily pivots to God, God you're so fucking hot. I know, right? It's like, out of nowhere, too. <laughs> Very Uncle Creepy. Um, and then uh, fucking uh, Danny Danny McBride's there like, you guys done fucking around here yet? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, fucking Ace has been walking around looking at all the weapons. <laughs> Check this out. I found the storage closet. A Plutie. Ooh. They found a Plutie. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's, it reminds me of the Biodome scene where they're fucking like getting all the uh, contraband. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically the same scene. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, they come out, and uh, Becker's like got his fucking blade on the whetstone, and he's like oh, making God. a screaming noise. I understand that, like within the context of the character, they wanted him to be as annoying as possible, but they picked the most annoying sound for the viewer as well because mm-hmm. that noise was just grating. Like, well, the, the thing is, it sounds time. like a screamer, and he's fucking with Ross. The whole point yeah, is to it, fuck it's with Ross. Just, I know that, but it's just oh, it's so fucking annoying. And then him quoting uh, Shakespeare all the time. Um, and, and Joe's like, I didn't know they had Shakespeare in comic books. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's like, it's never sharp enough. And then he runs the blade along his tongue. Yeah, but yeah, it, doesn't cut it. it doesn't cut at all. Yeah, he's been yeah. sharpening his fucking knife for an hour and a half. And it doesn't cut his tongue. I don't yeah. understand. Yep. Um. Joe tells them that they need to stay close because they have their tabs on, and if they run into any screamers down there, like you know, to help them. Well, at least I might help them. Who the fuck knows anymore? <laughs> well, that's true. Yeah. 
Um, they start making their way through a bunch of underground corridors. Uh, there is rats everywhere, and fucking Ross does not like them at all. Um, they open up this trap door uh, where they find a dead body. Uh, Jessica seems like unfucking like phased by this, and she's like, "We're almost there." <laughs> um, next, they re- reach the ground level of the command center, um, and there's like blood literally just everywhere like yeah it's a fucking massacre scene and uh ross like becomes like fucking hysterical and starts flipping out and uh breaking stuff um joe joe says uh if if like if marshall cooper was still alive he'd be here he's got to be fucking dead because everyone's fucking dead here um so Joe, like, finds the computer system, boots it up, and tries to start to have some communications, but the system's just, like, not working. Um, And at this point, we see one of the little fucking T-Rex, you know, uh, looking uh, things pop up. And this is where it looks like a fucking Tool music video. Like, it looks like fucking sober. Well, it kind of looked like a lot of RoboCop, too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Uh, RoboCop is like that. This is like the animatic that you show the director to show him like what yes. the scene could look like. You it know looked I mean? like a claymation music video is what it looked like. Or it looked yes. like a nightmare before Christmas. <laughs> yep. A little um, bit, yeah. And yeah. things like walking around stop motion. Um, and it jumps up on the fucking uh, computer and then jacks in and downloads a bunch of information out of it. Um, and uh, once once it does that, uh, you know, they're, they're standing behind this like laser wall. So they hopefully it don't get like seen. a 90s disco. Yeah. <laughs> Um, or just like a German fucking disco. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. Like a European, yeah, yeah. discotheque. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yep. So uh, yeah. the screamer doesn't see them, um, and uh, it's about to leave. Uh, but then Ross starts making noise, and it goes to attack him. Um, and Ross shoots it as you know it does, but he also shoots the com- computer system, so kind of <laughs> fucks everything up. Um. <laughs> Suddenly, we start hearing, can I go with you? Can I come with you? Can I come with you? A bunch of voices, and we see a bunch of David start coming. Um, so Joe, like, says, all right, get everybody out of here. Um, and while he's behind, he starts, like, swiping the uh, computer chips in there, and he notices that Type 1 Revised is basically the little fucking, like, T-Rex lizard kangaroo thing they see. Um, and Type 3 is the David. But he doesn't know what type two is. Um, and he basically runs out of time as one of the fucking like morphine faces. David's comes up in like the weird teeth and shit, which if they have blades. Why are they doing teeth? I don't know, but I guess just visual visually satisfying yes. for the people oh, yeah. who made this. I love the camera tricks in this movie where you have the one actor and then a bunch of people in masks, masks. around yeah. them. Bad masks. Holy fuck. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's not good. But you focus on the on the kid, and you know, it sometimes it actually works. Like it's a it's a good yeah. in camera trick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So Joe's running away, and fucking Ace and all of his fucking brilliance says, "Can I come with you?" <laughs> he almost gets his fucking head blown <laughs> <No>. off. <laughs> uh, I mean, it was a great dickhead move, but at the yes, same time, exactly. not very smart. Exactly. Um, they get in the lift with Jessica and they get it, they get the fuck out of Dodge. Um, and then we get this next clip, which is them trying to figure out him trying to figure out what a type two is. Yeah, next time. Next time there won't be a next time. That was really stupid. What was so goddamn important that you couldn't come back with the rest of us? What other type? Pull us off the David and said type three. Pull us off the reptile and said type one. Now what other type? Genius, you know how to count to three. Just get off my back. It's a wounded soldier, lies on the ground crying. Help me. Help me. There were only a few reported a month ago, and we haven't heard of them since. We thought you discontinued them. We've never even seen them. What are they supposed to look like? Oh, you mean who are they supposed to look like? Look in the mirror, Ross. I'm warning you. Just get off my back. 
keep saying the same thing over and over because I can't find anything smarter to say. Just get off my... He's frustrated at this point. He's like, fuck. Can we just get Man, this? I'm out of here. Man, I'm out of here. He must be confusing me with somebody who gives a shit. <laughs> <laughs> also, you're going to figure out what type two is if you finish all that cake and fucking cream eggs over there, buddy. That's true. Yeah. That was a quality I, joke. It was. <laughs> I don't know if I'm missing something, but what is the reason why type one isn't the little fucking rat killer fuckers? And they go to type three. Type two is the mystery. Wouldn't you fucking count up? Well, because like, type two would be the kid, and type three is the new kind they've yeah, never seen. Yeah, but he wouldn't know if there's a type three. Like the whole reason they did that is because he's like, well, fuck, there's got to be a type. Like maybe type two is where they ended. Like now he knows there's like another I, type for yes, sure. Yes, but I don't know. I, that's a weak way to do it. That's just a weak way to do yeah, it. Yeah, I think it's just because of the fact that, like, maybe they could have had a whole list up there that popped up and it said, like, type one, type two, type three, type four. And yes. then, like, he identified those two. But, like, I don't know. The reason they did it, in my eyes, is so he knows there is a type two. To make it easy is the way that, the reason they did it. Okay. Well, yeah, because otherwise he wouldn't <laughs> know there was a type two. Yeah. Or he would have thought maybe type two is the most advanced one and didn't realize there was another type still. So he would like he wouldn't have anything to look for. Yes. All right, fine. I mean, that's one that actually makes sense to me why they did that. It does, no, it may, it makes 100% sense, and that is exactly why they did it. It's just lazy fucking shit. Yeah. Okay. Um, so they start heading back to the Alliance base. Uh, Jessica asks, like, hey, if you die, are they still going to let me in? <laughs> like, uh, you know, and I don't want you to die, but just in case. Um, he says, if Chuck's smart, he won't let you in. Um, Becker is trying to... Um, Apologize to Joe, but Joe's like not having. He's like, nah, fuck you, dude. Fuck you. You killed that fucking guy for no reason. Um. So they all leave. Uh, Becker starts to talk to Ace on their journey about him being about them being insignificant ones. Like no one gives a fuck about us. We don't matter. We're nobody. He does some more Shakespeare quoting. Uh, he really is into the Shakespeare. Yeah, he's, he repeats it a lot. He's really trying to Shakespeare things up. <laughs> <laughs> um, Joe, Joe's like uh, trying to get a hold of Chuck as they get closer and closer to the bunker, and Chuck just keeps you know breaking up, um, and telling him, "Hey, just just come inside. Like you know, I, I can't hear you. Everything's cool." 
Um, at one point, I think I missed this earlier, but uh, Chuck tells him that there's something they, they found. They have like a new uh, guest or something, and it's kind of strange, but everything's cool. Yeah, I kind of remember that. Yeah, he's talking about David, basically. Mm-hmm. Right, yes, exactly. He goes, yeah, no, we got a new guest in here, but everything's cool. Um, and uh, as they're getting closer, Joe <clears throat> starts to realize something's wrong. And he goes, uh, hey, this is um, uh, fucking uh, Don Giovanni. And, or no, let me talk to Don Giovanni. And then he goes, this is Don Giovanni. Yeah. And he's like, oh, this is your buddy, Amadeus. We're just talking about Mozart. Uh, And he goes, oh, yeah, yeah, dude, come on in. And, like, then he knows, oh, no, we're fucked. (laughs) Yes. Um, And at that point, the door opens, and you just get a fuck shit ton of can I come with you? David's coming out screaming. Um, Then uh, everybody starts fucking fighting. There's, like, a massive gunfight, just shooting the little kids. They they fucking pull out a flamethrower at one point, start burning the fuckers. Um. All the way to the point where Joe realizes, Ace, give me that fucking nuke you stole. <laughs> I didn't steal no nuke. <laughs> I didn't take the fucking nuke, bro. I told you I left it in the fucking lab. And he's like, shut up, Polly. You got the fucking nuke. Just give it to me. So he puts the nuke in, shoots a fucking, uh, looks like a fucking natural gas tank that blows up. And the whole fucking thing, all the little Davids yeah. are dead. They go fucking flying. And, um, you know, when they, when they come to... You're trying to survey the damage, and Ace happens to see Becker laying on the ground, um, and Becker is doing something that I'm going to play here, and we get a little bit of the next scene here. Uh, some kind of fucked up shit going on. Basically, Becker turned out to be a screamer also. He was the type two. He was the wounded soldier that yelled, help me, help me. Yep. And, uh, you know, Joe realizes it too late as Ace is going to try to help him. And 
he picks Ace up and just fucking crushes him. Like, crushes. Oh. And then throws him against the fucking uh, thing. Um, so after that happens, um, you know, Joe kills him. Basically cuts him in half with a fucking uh, rocket. Um, and uh, then, then Jessica comes up and basically Joe says... We can't stay here. We got to go. There's a way to get off this planet. Um, basically a rocket type thing. That's just for the commander to use. He never thought he'd have to use it, but I guess, you know, we're at this point. Um, and uh, then uh, he cuts her hand open to make sure she's, you know, not a robot also. And she bleeds. Um, and then he goes to cut his own hand and she stops him and they start making out, which is really fucking weird because. Oh, so awkward. <laughs> like they're literally like a foot and a half from Becker's like completely like broken into body and all yes. the dead Davids. And I'm assuming there's other screamers that are still on the ground there. Cause that's what they mm-hmm. do. Not to mention Jefferson's dead right there. And yeah, it's just a weird place to make out. Um, but they do. And, uh, I'm assuming they probably fucked her too because they just didn't see it. Because, <laughs> you know, Jessica might talk about it later in the movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so they set off on their expedition because apparently they can't put this thing anywhere near the fucking base. <laughs> yeah, I know. So we get 10 minutes of them just fucking walking and walking and walking and walking until fucking Jessica's like, look, I give up. She's like, I can't fucking do this anymore um and uh joe like is like look i lost everybody i lost the kid i lost fucking chuck i lost all my fucking people like i can't lose you too um and at one point i swear they're walking under the golden gate bridge like first of all why is there a bridge on this planet and like in the middle of nowhere (laughs) yeah i know and second of all why does it look like it's been abandoned for 150 years yeah they came 20 years ago to this planet yeah, yep. I, I don't have an answer for you, man. Because he came with the first wave 20 years ago. So, like, people have only been on this planet for 20 years. Right, and they haven't even used nukes on the planet. That yeah. was the first nuke that was used on the fucking planet was the one yeah. he shot. It feels like like they said the art director, like, hey, we're making this movie. It takes place in the future. And he's like, oh, okay, future, post-apocalyptic. And he did this map painting of a bridge. And they're like, oh, it's not Earth. And he was like, ah, it's already done, though. Like, I already yeah. did it. Yeah. So, See, the thing to yep. me, like, um, at that point, when I first watched it, I'm like, oh, shit, maybe they're going to, like, have a Planet of the Apes moment and realize they're fucking on Earth. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, that that would have yeah, made right? more sense. Yeah, and, like, the planet, like, Earth had been killed by the Screamers. Mm-hmm. But no, no, just for some reason, there's a bridge there. No, no, no rhyme or reason for it. Um, They reached the new Alamo site, which is... Uh, basically coded to Joe's DNA and he puts his hand on it and the door opens. Now this is where I come to like, think that, you know, the whole movie was a setup to get Joe to open this fucking door. Cause he's the only person who can fucking open this door. Um, and the whole point was to get off this fucking planet. So, right. Like that's why I think the entire movie was just a setup to get him yes. to fucking trust somebody enough to open the door for them. Basically. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so, uh, they go inside, door opens. Um, there's an escape shuttle at the bottom of a pit that's got a fucking bunch of like entrapment lasers in it. And Don't say entrapment lasers. This shit. <laughs> God damn. They went to Party City and they're like, give us everything you got. Yep. <laughs> and they have the claw from Toy Story in there for some reason. <laughs> that um, Yes. This claw, like they're like, we really got to fucking get our money's worth. We dropped a lot of money on this. We can't even afford CGI for these fucking weird reptile <laughs> robots. But this claw that we found, like, I don't know. Maybe it was a goodwill. Like we got to use this thing. Goodwill claw. <laughs> yeah. The claw. Yes. Um, so he's like, I've never been here before, but let's me get in this thing and turn it on immediately. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she gets on a little, uh, elevator lift thing and goes down and he tries no to, railings. Like, yeah. Things exactly. like one foot by one foot with no railings. Yep. Yep. And there's a voice. The sequence has started, but you need to clear the launch pad. And he realizes, well, that fucking crane's in the way. That little fucking claw is in the way. I got to get this shit yeah. out of the way. And apparently there's an electrical wire just psh, 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 hitting against it. Oh, it's so annoying. Yeah. More annoying noises. Um, Which, I don't know why there's an electrical wire. No one's been in here. <laughs> like, yeah, There's exactly. no reason for this. Um, 
So he's he goes to clear it. Uh, he uses the knife trick to fucking like shut down the the power, I guess, and restart yeah. it. He's like, oh, Becker had this cool knife trick using the fan. I wonder if it'll work in this machine too. <laughs> um, so there's a wire hanging, and uh, Joe goes on unjam it and remove the shit. Uh, Jessica looks at the shuttle at the bottom like in awe. And then we hear the the countdown timer. As soon as Joe fixes the problem, say 15 minutes. Um, and then all of a sudden, fucking Chuck is there. And Chuck is now a screamer. Um, he tells uh, Joe, you're not going to make it home. You're going to die alone. Um, and as he does that, he hits Joe's gun out of his hand. And we see it hit one of the entrapment lasers and uh, melt, disintegrate the gun, basically. Um and this is where this final clip's basically just going to take us out of this movie. I'll, I'll do a little bit of explaining Yay. what's going on, but here's the last clip, and we're almost done. Like the new look, Commander? What do you think? Is this me or what? Actually, I kind of like the other face better. You know who I got it from? Marshal Richard Cooper. Name ring a bell. You know how we got it off him? Same way we got the face off your buddy Chuck. We ripped it off. He was screaming something about God and Jesus. Blah, blah, blah. You just get into your program Pardon me, gentlemen. Would you mind taking that outside? Stray bullets are bad for the inventory. Jessica Hansen, Pittsburgh, how do you do? We can smile, we can cry, we can bleed, we can fuck. Mm -hmm. I wanted to tell you.
That was great, yes. the end of this movie <laughs> um that scene real quick just to break down chuck appears and he ends up fighting him apparently the screamers ripped his face off and wore it the same as they did with cooper who i'm guessing was becker i'm guessing becker yes. was cooper becker was cooper yeah yes and like he's like i saw his face and i saw his face and who whose face am i gonna steal next <laughs> It's yeah. like weird fucking clown voice out of nowhere. <laughs> uh, he, he stabs him and shocks him with the fucking wire that's been hanging there for the Deus Ex Machina. And he um, had the he had the tears tattooed on his face too. Chuck did. Oh, did he? Yeah, yeah. He uh, had the tears. Uh, he had the two tears under his eye, just like. Oh, uh, cool! I didn't see like it. Like Becker did. Yeah. Um. Yep. So then you know Joe gets down there. Hold on a second. Why would the why would the fucking robot? You know what would be badass? Is <laughs> I know, this again. Exactly. He's like, <sighs> working he's like I've been listening to Little Wayne. Chuck. Yeah. 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 God damn it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I bet Little Wayne's a screamer. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I love I love that the, the director felt it completely necessary to. That he couldn't show boobs in this movie, so he had to show them with the charred fucking corpse oh, yeah. of the screamer. At the end. <laughs> yeah, so 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 Joe's like, "No, nah, you're going back," and she's like, "I can't go." And he's like, tries to his whole fucking throws the coin and throws the glove on top of it. Doesn't matter, you're going. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, he, like, there, there's another one of her there. She's like, "Look, can you fuckers get this over with already?" Like, there's like about two minutes left till I fucking go to Earth. And then she gets into an epic fight with herself because, you know, she's self-aware now and apparently she's in love. So she's fighting yes. for the man she loves. Um, I love how, like, the way it dies is through a fucking, like, control burn. He's, like, standing on the shuttle and just gets fucking melted. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, I also loved how they went through all the trouble of doing the trope where, like, the one with the hat, the hat oh, gets yeah. knocked off yes. so that you would expect the thing where it's like which right. one do I kill and it didn't even fucking matter nope. no it didn't exactly um, so he gets onto the spaceship now and he's headed back to earth and as he does we notice he takes his tab off and throws it on the, the floor of the cockpit next to the teddy bear the good guy that he kept for some reason and then we see the teddy bear's arm raised because the teddy bear is a screamer <laughs> yes uh, done 
Dun. So the Screamers found a way back to Earth. I do believe there is a Screamers part two. Oh, I think no. no I, I think it was like 2009 or something. Uh, came out. I never watched it, but I do believe no, there I is a part two Screamers. There is. There oh, is. Fuck. There is part two. Just like no. I, I noticed, just to give you the director, uh, Duguay's pedigree, he directed uh, Scanners 2 and 3. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, there you have it. Now, Scanners is a is a schlock masterpiece, but it should have mm-hmm. never had a two or a three. Yeah, so it came out in two thousand nine. It's called Screamers: The Hunting. Yeah. So oh, it'll so it'll have nothing God. do nothing to do with the fact that they made it to Earth. I guarantee you. I it says have to watch. I have a group to watch of humans it. arrive on Sirius Six B to investigate an SOS signal sent out from the planet. Which has been supposedly deserted since the destruction of the man-made weapon known as the Screamers. Oh, you mean aliens? <laughs> yeah. Once the squad arrives, they find a group of human survivors eking it's out an existence <laughs> in an old military post. But more importantly, they discover the threat of the Screamers has become even more insidious. There you go. Now wow. they can morph into human form. Holy shit. Oh, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to torture myself. Yep. If you Well, if you can find it. And put it in the drive all Oh, I definitely will. Don't worry. Because, uh, yeah, that sounds fucking awful. Yep, it's called and Screamers the Hunting. Just to piss me off one last time, like, so when he gets in the ship, right? Yeah. The easiest way to, to get this ship to leave the planet would be some big bay doors open and the ship lifts off and goes into space. But it's got to go through a fucking goddamn you know, like hay maze, like a Halloween hay maze. Oh, yeah. Get the fuck out of the, 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 the place. It's like got to go up, down, sideways, left, right, and then it finally gets the fuck out. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Like, a seriously. Halloween hay maze. <laughs> That's pretty like, fucking funny. Fucking shit. You know? And he's got to ask for emergency clearance. God knows how long this goddamn trip to Earth is going to take, but he's already asking for emergency clearance to land in San Francisco. Right? Oh, you fucking people. <laughs> So that's screamers. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and listen, we, we said this, but we have to go in saying that when, when Joe said he was doing this movie, I was excited. Everyone we was excited, excited because yeah. we all remember this being like this cool movie, but mm-hmm. wow, it fooled the shit out of us, man. Yeah. It wasn't terrible, but it wasn't good. He was terrible. Mm, was no, terrible. I don't think it was terrible. <laughs> it's not like search and destroy Zoolander. Like, uh, okay, Joe. It's a different kind of whatever you say, Joe. We'll see in a couple minutes. (laughs) All right, well, here we go. I am a movie critic by trade, and until recently, I got paid to tell you people which movies merely stink and which ones you shouldn't screen near an open flame. Well, I'm putting the burden of lousy movies back on you. It's very simple if you stop going to bad movies, they'll stop making bad movies. If the movie used to be a TV show, just don't go. After Roman numeral two, give it a rest. If it's a remake of a classic, rent the classic. Tell them you want stories about people, not a hundred million dollars of stunts and explosives. People, it's up to you. If the movie stinks, just don't go. If the movie stinks, just don't go. You love me. You really love me. It stinks. It stinks. It stinks. Are you not entertained? All right. So who uh, who wants to go first? I'll go. All right. Doug, you going first? Yeah. I I fucking hated this thing. <laughs> I, I did. I hated it. I didn't. I didn't. I, I can't listen. Super Mario Brothers made me angry, right? This didn't make me angry. It, I was disappointed. I was like the I was like the parent. I'm not angry. I'm disappointed because I do remember this being. I do remember enjoying this movie, and I and, and and it could be that I haven't seen it since like it was on cable in the '90s. You know, I maybe saw it in a the theater, maybe probably not, but um, I'm just disappointed that it was a shit show. It was a it was a lot of good ideas. I think the director had some good ideas and some good plot points, but he just didn't know how to fucking put it together. Yeah. Like he just threw it in a goddamn bowl and made a goulash out of it. Like he didn't fucking try, you know? And it, so I'm disappointed. And, you know, so I'll just stop now and, and <laughs> I'm just going to give it a 2.2. 2. 
Like that's it. That's all it's getting for me. And so, so, you know, the grand scheme of things, you're right. It, 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 for me, it sits there with Zoolander. It's not search and destroy bad. It's not super Mario brothers bad, but it's definitely fucking sausage party Zoolander. Yeah. Um, biodome bad for me. I could, that's fair. You know? So, all right. So that's my, that's my shit. Eric, Eric, Eric. <laughs> what is what is a B movie copying other better B movies called? A, is it a D movie? It's a D. It's, it's a type F. three. It's an it's F. There three. you go. It's a type three. It's an F for fail. That's what it is. Oh, it's just. It's so. <sighs> I made a list of other movies I would have rather been watching while I watched this movie. While I watched this movie for the second <laughs> time, you want to hear it? Sure. It's, fucking, yeah. it's Alien. Tremors, yep. Blade Runner, The Terminator, The Thing, Dune, Critters, Puppet Master, and fucking Hardware, which is a deep cut. Yes. All of those movies are basically the same plot, and they're all better than this. They're all better by, a, by fucking, a leaps and bounds. Better. Oh, my God. I just, I hated this so yeah. much. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, I, I think, I'm sorry, because I, I said I was done, but I think that, like, Christian Duguay, he he thought he was making a fucking art house sci-fi horror movie. Yeah, like he he seriously thought he was making a highbrow fucking thing with the political undertones and just the brooding bullshit, and he just fucked it all up. So anyway, go ahead. But I, you know, not having read the story it's based on, I'm sure all of the best stuff is from the story, and you know, everything else is just you know what we saw. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I, if I'm looking for things I liked about it, I'm into the schlocky B movie stuff. I'm into those movies like Tremors and, and all that. Um, so like some of the dismemberment effects were cool for the time. You know, it was funny. Um, it just, it wasn't well paced. It, there was too much going on. It was just like fucking 45 minutes of exposition. And then, you know, the twist ending that they did didn't really matter that much in the context nope. of the movie like you don't go back and like oh i gotta watch it again like no you don't you don't why because at any point in the story those characters could have been replaced and is the fun of it for you to determine when that was it doesn't matter it doesn't change anything fuck this movie um <laughs> i love I'm, that uh 2.1 <laughs> All right. Um. So, this is one of those weird movies for me because I remember it so fondly, like scaring the shit out of me when I was a kid. For some reason, I don't know why. I guess because I saw it in theaters, and I would have been thirteen at the time, maybe. What's the perfect age for this movie, though? Yeah, I get why you have why you can reminisce like that with this because that's the perfect age for this because you don't give a fuck about the plot as much yeah and it's a scary movie plot. for a 13 year old it's a creepy fucking movie and you know, just remember this is the 90s i mean for the 90s right. this probably was technologically okay like acceptable. Oh, yeah absolutely it wasn't on, great Robo, but it was like acceptable. robocop it looked like it looked like all those movies definitely so i don't know i just think i think that uh it's hard for me because I just always remember liking this movie and I like, like you said, Doug, like this could have had good plots and could have went somewhere, but like, yes, fucking didn't do it right. <laughs> like at all. Um, I like the concepts behind it. I like what's going on. I like some of the acting. Um, but that being said, it's, it's still a screamer. And like, when I say that, I mean, a Taco Bell screamer. It's like, it's shit. It's literally shit. Um, you know what else goes underground into fucking tunnels? Shit. Cause it goes in sewers. So, <laughs> um, I'm not going to go as low as you guys on it, but I'm still going low. I'm going to go like two and a half. Okay. All right. That's, that's yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. It's because it. it has a little bit of nostalgia factor for me, but yep. Yeah, I didn't remember this being as bad as it actually was. Well, we live and learn. Yes, you know? we do. Yeah, this one this one hurt a little bit. Yeah. But it was it was fun to hate on it. I'm not gonna lie. It's fun to watch it and, and revel in how shitty it was. Fourth worst movie we've rated. 
Okay. The yeah, only thing's worse was Zoolander searching and destroying Super Mario Brothers. Sounds about mm. right. I mean, mm-hmm. yep. honestly, it's about where that belongs. Yeah. Absolutely. <clears throat> uh, yeah, yeah, that's Rushmore. definitely where it fits. Yeah, for sure. So. Fucking a man, I'm exhausted. Uh, right, right. And it wasn't even extra long. We got it done. No, and, no. It, it was, but you're right. It's it was, this was soul sucking. This this yeah, hurt. It's what, it, it's what it took from me. That yeah. <laughs> Uh, yep. We got some people to thank. Yes, we do. We have some Patreon members to thank. These people, uh, these fine folks, give us give us their hard-earned cash every month, and uh, they appreciate what we do, and they they want to help us out, and we appreciate them for it. So uh, we've got some names to read. We start off with Hannah Christ, who right now is soaked to the bone seeing her second Taylor Swift show at Gillette Stadium, wow. uh, and it's pouring rain. It has poured since. They got there at 5.30. So she is soaked to the bone, but she does not care. I guarantee you, she doesn't give a shit. So that's Hannah Christ. We got Peter Bianco from the Tone Jerks pod- podcast. The podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the second button podcast and the author rails podcast. Brian Gower, our co-host from the Just Surprise Me podcast, as well as a co-host of the Sharing Maps podcast, Will Leahu. From the Signal Path Podcast, the Texas State Bible Champs Podcast, and the Texas Size 10 4 Podcast, Mr. Tony DeGraw. We've got Mr. Michael Van Zant. And last but definitely not least, Mr. UG Rection. Thank you, Mr. Rection. Yes, indeed. And as always, visit patreon.com slash M O T C U to support the show, you cheapskate. We'd also like to take this time to thank show sponsor Mo DeWitt, DeWitt Law. If you're injured on the go, just call Mo. If you have legal questions, just call Mo. If you're injured by a screaming death machine masquerading as an innocent child created using advanced artificial intelligence birthed from the corporate industrial complex rushing to remedy the damage to an environment that ironically they themselves caused, just call Mo. Yes. I did write that. So you're telling me I got to put this shit in my lungs to stop that shit that's in my lungs? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, best line in the whole movie, actually. If you think about it, it's the coolest line in the whole fucking movie. No, the best line in the movie was... You must be confusing me with somebody who gives a shit. (laughs) (laughs) I'd like to see, you know, like the attorney ads, like mesothelioma from red cigarettes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Just call Mo. Yeah, exactly. Uh. Yep. So what do we got coming up next? I believe next we're going to tackle Chris Farley's last movie, which is Almost Heroes. Um, I, uh, spoiler alert, have a soft spot for this movie. I'm worried about watching it because it's been years since I've seen it. And there's two reasons. One, I'm afraid it's going to suck. And two, there's a lot of emotional baggage that I have with this film. Um, that has to do with uh, my cousin, a family member that I used to watch it with. So it's going to be like a rough, okay. no matter what happens, it's going to be, it's going to be rough, but well, hopefully I, it's still funny. I have to say that I don't know that I've ever seen this entire movie. Okay. I don't know that I have. Um, it wasn't my thing when it came out. I, I love don't think Chris I've seen Farley, it Don't get me wrong. I, I love Chris Farley, but I don't know that I watched it. So we'll see. It we'll, is we'll it is dumb. It yeah. is very dumb. And then um, in a couple of weeks, real quick, I'm not sure yet, but you all may get another Peter Weller joint if I decide to do the Adventures Buckaroo Banzai. Oh, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. Um, and I Joe think is that might be it. my movie that I thought was great, but I like the name of it. Harry Balls. Oh no, 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 dude. Let me hold on a second. What's the full movie? Do you know the full name? Eric, let me look it up. Oh, all I know, all I remember is uh, Adventures of or, or Adventures of Buckaroo Banzai. It's a cool last name for a movie. Okay, the the movie is called The Adventures of Buckaroo Banzai Across the Eighth Dimension. Mm, Even better. Go. Okay, and it's got Christopher Lloyd in it. Mm-hmm. Um, oh no, 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 not Christopher Lloyd. John, yes, Christopher Lloyd's in it, and John Lithgow, Jeff Goldblum. Mm-hmm. How, how am Barton. I not going to like this? Well, you might like it. Clancy Brown's in it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's because it's so fucking weird. It is I just very, don't know if it's going to yeah. be a big. It's hard. It's hard, Joe. It's hard. I'm not. 
It's hard. So it, I think is it? You, you know what? Yes, it's, well, uh, that's always. I'm Joe you know. Dugay. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, oh, Dan Hyde is in it. Yeah, all right. We're doing this. I'm doing this. So in two episodes, I will. I'm going to do this. There's no question. All right. So um, yeah, well, I'll download them and get them in the drive. Yeah, because this this could be my this could be my screamers where I like I had a soft spot in my heart for it. I haven't seen it in a, in a long time and it could suck now. I don't know. So, all right, cool. Yeah. I'm excited. All right, guys, we'll see you next time. There's only one thing left to do and that's for us to say lights camera. You must be confusing me for somebody who gives a fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> This episode of Masters of the Cinematic Universe is brought to you by Mo DeWitt and DeWitt Law Firm. And be sure to check out Monday Morning with Mo every Monday morning on Facebook Live with free answers to your legal questions. Injured in a car accident or dealing with personal injury? Mo can also help you with a workers' compensation case if you're injured on the job. I don't live in Florida, but Mo would be my go-to if I did. And the best part is they take all accident cases on a contingency fee basis. This means that they will take on your case, put up all necessary funds to build your case as strongly as possible, and they only get paid if they're successful in obtaining a settlement for you. There's no fee or obligation to ask about your cases, so contact Mo today. And make sure to follow Mo DeWitt just for his incredible promotional work. He's, he's a man after my own heart. So many pop culture and film references. I've done art for Mo where he's portrayed as Indiana Jones, Charlie Brown, Frosty the Snowman, Zach Morris, Mrs. Doubtfire. I don't know if I'm allowed to say any of that. That's a, uh, that's a legal question. If you're injured on the go, just call Mo. 